Hello, welcome to the One One. I'm BJ Ryan. Episode 94 is sponsored by Betfair. Don't bet harder, bet smarter at Betfair. As always, it's a pleasure to be recording in One One HQ alongside the Perth racing guru, Terry Layton. G'day, Terry. G'day, Bernard. How are you? Really well. Really well, thank you. Really well. Yeah. That's good. Not well, just well. Well, you said last week that say? you had snaffled a couple of grand final tickets. Mm. One was not for me, though. Uh, <laughs> you guilty about that. However, I, tell you I, was, what, I gained some mates and I lost some mates. Really <laughs> I bet. Uh, however, I managed to. Um, I'm very grateful and very thankful to the people that helped me secure two grand final tickets. Who are you supporting then? Are you a doggy or a, a dad? Well, I, I happened to get my hands on two Melbourne barcodes mm. and the conditions. Surrounding that were that I had to support Melbourne on the day. Oh, that's good. But it, I mean, I'm a bit torn though because I do have a bit of a soft spot for the Western Bulldogs. Yeah, However, Spotty's team, and and we did have a bit of a West Coast did have a quite a heated rivalry with uh, Melbourne way back. So yeah, I have mixed feelings, but I'm going to honour the uh, the wishes of the people who handed their barcodes to me. I'm going to support the Melbourne Demons next Saturday at uh, Optus Stadium for the big grand final. Who are you going for, Terry? Uh, the D's. The D's. Good mate of mine's a Melbourne supporter, long-suffering Melbourne supporter. Mm. And, um, yeah, the famous syndicate I'm a part of as well. We hopped into Melbourne with Breadbags McShav. <laughs> Breadbags, he's, he's been on the Melbourne train. And there's uh, there's actually some footage of me from about three years ago um, declaring that Melbourne, when they won their first flag, would win four in a row. So I'm going to hunt that up if they uh, do happen to get up and uh, see if it's the beginning of the uh, dynasty. dynasty. Mm. But for the sake of um, the game, I don't reckon there could have been a, uh, a better matchup. I reckon Dees would have wore. I reckon it would have been 50 points plus against Port. But Doggies are live hopes. And I reckon the dollar seventy versus 230 is bang on for a uh, yeah good game of footy. I mean, there weren't good games of footy as such last weekend. There were two blowouts, the prelims. However, Set, sets up a good platform. However, you had a... You got the weekend off to an absolute flyer. About <laughs> me only went for the weekend, I reckon. Betfair, VIP, uh, guess the margin competition. What, mm. what did you get? 82. And what was it? 83. 83. So you're yeah. one point off. So congratulations. Yeah, I was pretty happy with that. I only, uh, it's funny, I better thank Crip for, for that. Last time I, I entered that, because um, I got on my Twitter feed, and it only comes up, I think, for some reason, if Crip enters it. Oh, that's very odd. And um, last time he went, God, it was a game earlier this year. Brisbane by a point, I think it was. I don't remember if they were playing. And I just went draw and it was Brisbane by a point. So I was one point off then as well. And this is the second time I've entered it. And um, yeah. Did yeah. you win that with the draw? Got the chockies. No, he he, yeah. he guessed it. Oh, right. He got the march. So he got, uh, I think he got tickets to the um, Anzac Day game, Yeah, I think. I'm not totally certain. So I'm yet to hear what I get, but uh, come on, lads. Hurry it up. Yeah. What's the, uh, maybe they'll give me a ticket to my own Christmas party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that was the Betfair VIP. Very good, Terry. So was that the start of good things last weekend or no, was that was wasn't. that the highlight? No, it wasn't. Last last week, um, I can tell you I've I've had a very – it's been a good uh, probably five months on the punt. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first three months were very middling and we're about square after three, but the uh, last five months have been pretty – uh, a lot of hard work, a lot of uh, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. But last week was a real leveler. Um, <laughs> it was uh, it was wild. I have a certain mate I tipped to um, who who likes to to follow in and gave him fourteen bets for the week, and eight of them ran second, and seven of those were uh, at seven fifty plus, and three of them got beaten in very tight photos. It was one of those weeks where you've You've battled, but um, geez, we were close. Two of the results, you're, you're square in front. Three, you've had a good week, and and if if they all go the other way, you're um, 
you're sipping on sipping on something nice on a on a tropical island so uh so back back to a bit of form yesterday though you got some some momentum back and uh looking forward looking forward to this week and i'm i've really you know i love my pre-posts i love trying to beat the beat your brads and i've had a couple little little play arounds with brad but um the way these tracks are playing and me and you carry on about it um you and i carry on about uh bet on the day and i wait for the pattern this these tracks at the moment like just take less and bet on the day it's just it's crazy stuff like yesterday being wednesday um at belmont 21 meters cutaway and all season it's been the best lane 18 to 21 and watching 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 them three back the fence trying to get off and trying to get central i just it just blows my mind. Like it just blows, blows, blows my mind. Watching a horse like uh, Pepper Assault get back to two thirty to a dollar eighty when it, at best it was going to find the breeze, and it did on a day where if you're in the breeze, you, you can't really win. You have to be significantly yeah, better. better than them to yeah. win. Significantly better than yeah. them to win. Um, yeah, it's just it's just wild stuff. And um, so this is the beauty of our sponsor, the Betfair Exchange. Well, it is, yeah. yeah. And 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 it's not always just Betfair. I mean, we'll, we'll give Betfair a good plug, yeah. but it's also um, it's also um, like Jaguar Grey has won the last. Was I think once the pattern was determined, Barrier One leaders back. It was always going to probably be a well supported runner. Say so Stable Secret, same thing. Mm. It was twenty. It didn't win, but it was twenty sixes and tens. So earlier in, um, like probably by about race four, you pick up on the pattern, and, and then I've said, okay, well, I'm going to back Jaguar Grey at the six fifty and Stable Secret at the twenty sixes. Mm. You know, and they jump at four fifty. So sometimes you don't have to always wait right till the end, but once you've determined the pattern, you can use the available um, accounts too. But um, yeah it's 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 this is just yeah i'm trying to be very i'm very calm at the moment about waiting till the day and if it's seven dollars now and i have to take 520 on the day you know what so be it. it's better than taking seven dollars now about a horse that i back on the day and um it can't win like i'm really looking forward to discussing a few that we're going to discuss bazoom later mm-hmm. we one of the runners it's currently about three bucks so that's that's poison mm. but if they're making ground i'll probably hop into the throw probably consider the three bucks you yeah know? so yeah. it's um yeah, it's 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 a really good day in that sense. Well, run it with Betfair. Um, just quick mention to um, uh, one of our longtime contacts. Uh, he's always been very good to us. It's his last week at Betfair. Dylan Piscineri, you know, he's a listener to the show. So um, just wanted to thank Dylan for all his help over the journey. He's yeah, been shout great out in, to um, Dylan for all his support. Yeah, yeah, all his support and assisting us. And uh, yeah, just good luck. And he's, uh, wherever he goes next. Yes, good luck, Dylan. Uh, that's a good shout, Terry. So we. We have to we have to go right here right now, Terry. The Top oh, Gun tipping right here right now. <laughs> the Top Gun tipping tournament. It's uh, it got a good take up. One hundred and six yeah. entrants. <laughs> just for everyone, just just to clarify the no Muppet policy. The reason is. Poor old, poor old guru over here has to uh, has to go through and manually enter them all into a spreadsheet. So, but let's just clarify a few things. Um, first of all, all results are on Betfair SP, and it's win only as um, as BJ chucked up. Uh, it is just total collected. Any scratchings go to your total collected. Mm-hmm. Now we said we're doing a cut to clarify the cut. That means whoever's in the top forty of the leaderboard after round three remains in the comp. Everyone else, you're gone. We don't need your tips anymore. Um, gone gone if you don't have a collect after round three say there are only 28 people with a collect 
28 people remain in the comp. Oh, imagine that. So we go, oh, it wouldn't surprise me. It's really hard. So come round three, you just might need to have 50 bucks on a $1.80 pop, collect 80 bucks, and that will probably keep you in the comp. You'll be surprised how few people have collects. You won't need to be here at early doors. So you have to find a happy medium between building yourself up the leaderboard and making sure you stay in the competition and avoiding the golf style cut, which I think really adds another layer to it. Um, also, can, and you, also can you explain the 9.30 cutoff time? Yeah, it has to be 9.30. Oh, I want it all done before I, I nick off to do the Betfair Edge. So um, bets in by 9.30. If they're late, I, we can't accept them. It's just, it's too hard for me with this many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you message me and say 50 each way on a horse or something like this, I'm just going to put it all in the win and I'm just, and if it's too hard or you ask for a Cornell or an exacta, um, you're, you're, barred, blocked, from, you're barred from listening to the show <laughs> and you're barred from punting on Perth Racing ever again. <laughs> you're out. But no, it's pretty simple stuff. Win only betting, Saturday Metro meeting, uh, which will be Kalgoorlie in three weeks and you'll yep. have the joy of um, taking all the bets and putting them into the spreadsheet for a week while I go and cheer on the, the mighty dig deep. Um, I love yeah. how I love how it sounds like Terry's going to be doing all the work, but sometimes somehow I figure I feel <laughs> no. as though I'm going to get roped into this. Somehow. No, well, I reckon the major legwork will be the entry, yeah, the entry, and on the leaderboard, and I'll be doing all that. So, okay. um, yeah, and prizes are too. We're still got to confirm the prizes, but part of the first prize will be a double pass to the uh, to the, the the big the well publicised Christmas party, end of year function, um, yeah. which is food and drinks all day and literally all day uh for you and a mate so um yeah that's a good start that's a good good starting position prime position yes prime position yes invites will be going out uh next week so okay so Um, more info to come regarding what what the first second and third prizes will be but they'll definitely be worth your while and yeah just remember 9 30 friday morning western standard time get your entries in we want to enjoy this competition as much as you guys, so make it as easy uh, as possible for us to to collate the information. And also it's important that we're able to publish the information prior to race one on a Saturday so everyone can know exactly. what everyone else has bet. So. Yeah, a lot of people like following what other people are on, especially yeah. when it gets to the pointy end or there's a leader, you can see what are they on. And, yep. uh, yeah, it gives you a – there might be a few people you think are good judges. You can have a look what they like and have a bet yourself or whatnot. Uh, key thing is if your horse is scratched either later on a Friday or on a Saturday morning – um, don't try and send in another bet. That's just it's just bad luck. You will your stake um will go to your balance, which in the end might keep you in the competition. That's yep. the funny thing. So um yeah, it's just bad luck. It's just too hard for me to go back and re-enter and repost. So we're not we're not gonna be doing that. Once it gets down to the pointy end and we have maybe 10, 20 left in the final couple of weeks, we'll probably look at re-betting scratchings and allowing people that opportunity. But until that time, um, scratchings are just either bad or potentially good luck if it keeps you in the comp. And this is our first go at this competition, punters, at the Top Gun, tipping mm-hmm. tournament. I, I've run something uh, quite so – well, one thing I'll say is yep. I've run something quite similar for a group of mates when we were younger. We put in 100 bucks each. There was about 25 of us. You could bet on anything you wanted to, sport, racing, anything over the entire weekend. And um, out of the 25, I reckon it took – it took probably 16 of them 10 weeks to get a collect. <laughs> so to be in the top 40, I genuinely reckon you'll yeah. probably need a balance of 100 bucks. Yeah. You'll probably just need – or you just say, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're going to announce ours at the end of the show. What we're Every doing. Week, I'm still yeah. unsure. Um, but part of me is just wants to – I don't really like anything too short this week, but just like an apple schnapps or something, have your 50 wins at the $1.70, $1.80, and that'll probably get you through to – to uh to wait for it's also pretty piss week though yeah still it's you know you know top top gun you probably won't be able to look into a mirror if you do that (laughs) the top gun is all about staying in the competition and Mm. uh you got to do what you got to do to be the best of the best in the west quick racing wrap up before we move on to our preview guru inspirational girl last year's railway stakes champion she uh has suffered a virus and has is now out 
of 2021. She had a first up run recently for Danny O'Brien at Caulfield, but she is out for 2021. Hopefully, um, Bob Peters can get her back to the farm, rehabilitate her and get her back uh, for a crack at Group 1 Glory in 2022. Red Cam Man from the Steve Wolf Stable, he has uh, finished up his stint in Melbourne. He boarded a float back to Perth yesterday. If he gets back in uh, good condition, he'll be set for uh, some of the feature races over the Ascot Summer Spring Summer Carnival. Tell them we're coming. Saluted for Dan Morton in the Farnley Stakes last Saturday. That was the feature of the day. He will now head towards the Hannans Handicap for it to try and win a second Hannans. Good tweet from Brad, I thought. Yes, that was That's good. one of his better ones. That was good. Like, that was very good stuff because I, I felt that way. Yeah. I, I, I 100% felt that way. Yeah, I'm trying to find a positive from that result. Um, and it was probably the fact that Tellem were coming gets a penalty going into the hand. So it makes dig deep two kilos worse than it would have. So, yeah, that's the best I come up with. Yeah, it was a tough, tough watch. Mm. But uh, Tellem were coming. Dan Morton doing a top job with that horse. He uh, He's headed. He's going to try and win his second Hannans in the last three years, I believe. Uh, so yep. that's uh, all things. Tellem. Last time I won the Hannans, I bought him in the um, Calcutta. You did? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Pikey won by, uh, by panel. I, I was standing next to Elio Galanti when it won and he yeah. um, carried on, <laughs> as you would. Uh, yeah, it was really good stuff. That's probably a great example, telling we're coming. I, I was fully set um, for yeah. my bet at three bucks, notorious one, and I've done nothing wrong there. Probably what I should have done is is chop out at the dollar fifty five because that was way under the way the track was playing, and with the rail being so hot, telling we're coming became the bet at five fifty, and that's probably the way I should have played. But um, it's. Very easy in hindsight, BJ. Yeah, it was nice to see Paddy's shadow just begin as well as it did and just sort of haunt, yeah. haunt Notorious One the whole race. It's, they, they summed it up, the Gen Gemma yeah. summed it very well that we just got stuck with some of the back markers. Definitely lost no admirers, but yeah. to win to win the big races at Ascot on a firmer track, um, he's going to have to get better in the head. Yeah. So he'll be winning some of those, but otherwise he can, yeah, he'll be a massive player at Belmont in the probably the um, that series, the Roma. The wait for age series, even I think he's that type of horse. So. Yeah, he's got he's got a um, he's got a lot of talent. I think he's probably the most talented horse in WA just at the about, moment. At yeah. the moment, so yeah. Um, but I don't think you'll ever be able to quite. I don't know whether you'll ever be able to put that all onto a racetrack and probably win what he can do, if that makes sense. Cool, stable mate. Summer's that he will have his first start in Victoria this Saturday in the one million dollar Rupert Clark Stakes at Caulfield. Uh, Craig Newitt takes the ride, drops significantly in weight. Good to see how Summer's that lines up. With the uh, in the big Group One handicap, and we had Michael Jamie on the um, Betfair Edge last week, and he gave um, he gave Samus that a reasonable push. Said really happy, um, settled in well, um, yeah. So looking forward to seeing how Samus that goes around. We usually look at second run over East, but this is different because it's mid prep. Um, so I think um, yeah, I think Samus that can run a race. Mm, Our I horses, like they're always they're all measuring up. Hundred percent. We won't know himself with that uh, with that weight on his back either. Uh, Craig Newer, a very experienced top jock as well. So, last little tidbit of racing information, Guru. Shout out to jockey Kate Whitten. She made her long-awaited return to trials at Belmont on Monday. Now, Kate has had two knee knee surgeries as she's been on the sidelines for the best part of nineteen months. So, good luck to Kate with her comeback to race riding, and uh, good to see her having another crack. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a good story for her and uh, Timmy Gears, her manager and partner. That's right. So he's managing Sean now as well, isn't he? McGrady. He is Sean McGrady. And, uh, stable, increasing his stable. 
He's uh, he's doing a good job. Shawnee's flying as well. So um, Shawnee yeah. is flying. He's isn't flying. He? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's um, he's striking at the moment, isn't he? Riding good horse as well. It was yeah. funny. He only had one. I saw he only had one ride yesterday. I reckon he would have been filthy having to go to Belmont for a two hundred dollar bomb. Who was that? Uh, hi, Mister. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. So, um, yes, yeah. So, um, but yeah, flying. Good luck. Well done to Kate. Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Nicopolis Stakes Day. Mark Be- Nicopolis. <laughs> Actually, I saw. Have you seen Nico's hair lately? I, I haven't. No, Mate, I'm, just, I'm, I'm was still looking the, for mine. <laughs> I was watching the uh, the West Coast Eagles oh, uh, best Sorry. and fairest uh, live stream last night. Yeah, Jared was there. Nico looking resplendent. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he handed out one of the awards. I think the best young. Player, best Harry hat, Edwards. Best hat collection. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Hey? Remember that? It was in the news a while ago. Who was that? Oh, maybe five, ten years ago. His hat. Someone broke into his house and stole all his hats. Mark Nikoski. Yeah. Have really? I made that up? Maybe I've made no, that up. That? Can someone confirm that if I've made? Yeah. Can someone message well, he's me? Well, he's a collector. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I've made this up. <laughs> I don't know. It feels real. Maybe it's shoes. Maybe it's hats. It feels real in my head. So Did Mark yeah. Nikoski kick the first goal in the 2005 grand final? For the uh, oh, I don't know. I think he did. Uh, well, I reckon you'd know. I reckon he did. If you're, if you're saying, I just I feel like he, he. I just got this vision in my head where he's swinging onto his left, fifty out, flank, drilled it. Uh, okay, BJ Ryan, Terry Layton. We are recording episode ninety four of the One One Your West Australian Racing Podcast. It's just after ten a.m. on Thursday, the sixteenth of October, and everyone will be in the queue to try and get their general admission tickets to the Melbourne Western Bulldogs AFL Grand Final in uh, two Saturdays' time. So there's a bit happening online at the moment. Uh, Northern racing today, Belmont, and it's Mount Ma- Mount Magnet Cup Day on Saturday. Haven't been to Mount Magnet, but good luck to everyone who's heading there, the local community, and all the volunteers up at the club. And also, time honoured Boulder Cup Day at Kalgoorlie this Sunday. Things are really heating up in the goldfields. They certainly are. Um, yeah, no, looking forward to our little uh, adventure out there in a in a few weeks' time. Uh, stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market. City meets get out stakes. Stakes competition, and don't forget our new look champs and challengers edition of the uh, the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind. What do we got? Journalist versus bookmaker. Jay Rooney, maker versus of books. Scott McCormick. Uh, Who's your favourite? Well, Scott's not very confident at all. He's oh, come on. Scott. He is. Uh, he's downplaying his chances big time he's predicting a three zip whitewash to the rune dog but uh, but uh, rooney i think that's the he's reverse mocking himself yeah, and trying to uh, when i'm having a run, bad run of the punt i love the reverse mock. i got a mate matt green on message and say you're never going to back another winner again in my life and then you tend to back the next winner so yeah <laughs> the reverse mock you only get about four of them a year so you got to use them smartly <laughs> use them he might have wasted one on a mastermind <laughs> i reckon so it's like a yar when you're yelling it, you only get one per day, but it always gives your horse about another half a <laughs> So you got to use that wisely. Give us a yell. I can't. I've yeah. them still to come. I might oh, need to, I might oh, need to use it. Yeah, yeah, I might need to use it. Yeah, gotcha. if I want to duck buddy. Yeah, I might need to use it later today. Okay. All right. So it's Rooney versus McCormick, Journo versus Bookie in the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind. Jay Rooney looking to make it two on the bounce. And what's happening on the Betfair Edge this week, Terry? Uh, we have Michael Grantham joining us, I believe. I'm still just 100% confirming that. Uh, yes, Michael Grantham should be joining us, and I'm uh, very much looking forward to talking to Michael. We'll only have a quick chat, mainly about Captain Chaos and a little bit about his journey from Harness to um, – he's still riding, obviously, isn't he, driving? Wasn't he on the 1-1 like 
list of people to get on the show? It was. <laughs> we, were, we were battling for guests this week, to be honest with you. And, um, and we should Michael do. A, we should do a long form with. Well, Michael. definitely. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. This will just be a short little, um, yeah, little net session. But I think yeah. we should probably get him out in the middle for a decent hit. Uh, Michael will be someone, um, yeah, very much looking forward to yeah. deep diving with. So yeah, quick little chat, mainly recapped on chaos and uh, and his little team. But um, yeah, had his first chat. first start with Lord Help Me Run yesterday. Went good. Yeah, it did go yeah. super, didn't it? Yep. Yeah, from got it from Wolfie at a yeah online that's a top, that's online a auction. How much did they pay for? Uh, it was like twenty. That's not bad. Yeah, not bad. What's it rated? We're still getting midweek fifty nine yeah, claims. So yep, yep, that's not bad for a group three winner, size mm. winner. So twenties could be very cheap, actually. Could be. So yeah, I'm right, looking forward to listening. He's to improving it. horses from good stables. Yeah, he's doing a really good job. Yeah. Is Michael Grantham uh, those? Those people with the harness racing background, they, uh, they're doing a really good job transitioning to the thoroughbred racing world, even though obviously Michael was a former jockey and, and uh, his mother Kelly is a, is a trainer and father Mark was a jockey as well. So he's a, he's a blue blood when it comes to thoroughbred racing. But at the moment, he's, he's more entrenched in the harness racing world as one of our leading drivers gurus. Yes. So looking forward to hearing what uh, he has to say, especially as he discusses Captain Chaos, who's one of the more progressive horses in Western Australia in training at the moment. Exactly right. Guru, let's rip into this preview. Nicopolis Stakes Day, Belmont, Saturday, September 18. The rail is in the six-meter position. We had a heap of rain over the last 24 mm. hours. A little bit, a little bit of drizzle, perhaps to come. To come what do you allow for? Uh, it's a, I think it's a six at the yeah, minute. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be a five-six. Yeah. Yep. Was it a seven? When was it? A, it was a seven recently when we had a similar. Yeah. Like it had dried up for two days and it was still a seven on the day. So it's um might have been a six on the day when the day spin the knife and I see red one. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting stuff. So uh, it, it could be a six, seeing as there's more drizzle and, and not warm temperatures. Um, but yeah, what are, what are we doing with the uh, with the rail? It's so actually, I find it funny now. I genuinely just find it comical. Like I I, I gave you a stat earlier. I haven't got it written down in front of me. I think it's something like twenty three of the last twenty eight, including midweek, have settled on the fence. Yeah. If you're one off, like you just don't understand the difference. Like we'll speak about the Laferol, the Fangio clash again later. Like Laferol is probably a better run because that middle part of the track was neg three, four, five lengths. Everyone's got their own numerical way of talking about it. Pete Anthony's is probably in my mind the, the sharpest person when it comes to assessing track pattern and analysing it for his reviews. So it'd be interesting to get a chat to him in, in coming weeks. I'm sure we'll have Pete on again. Um, Just talk. But, um, yeah, look, it, it's at the moment, the fact that every rail position, no matter it's true, 3, 13, 21 with the cutaway, it's playing – Fans heavy, you've probably just got to keep allowing it that way. But we were talking off air that you get the feel there's a leveler coming shortly, a leveling track where they go, well, well I think on, this the, is the track people will get a tap on the shoulder and say, yeah, come, well, on, yeah, come on, guys, come this on. isn't any good. And yeah. the little inside pad gets a little bit of a hotter water, or I don't know. I don't know. You just know that uh, it's it's very uh, yeah it's sticky at the moment, and um, I'm so happy betting late where possible uh, because uh, it's it's everything. Like yesterday, right, so he, he, he had the back leader, let us back through back the fence yesterday. Well. I mean, yeah, horses. There's a reason horses absolutely smashed like late, like Double Jeopardy, um, Jaguar Grey. Those type of horses just went whack in betting because of because of how it was playing. So, and then the ones that don't get backed in horses like Pepper Salt and Sparkling Jewel are getting absolutely smashed in betting. Like they, they should have been five times the price. I know it's easy to say. Was in Spar retrospect, Sparkling but. Jewel back because they thought it was going to be three back defence cutaway oh, sort of thing from seven? Yeah, good yeah. on. It, I don't think it could have won for. It, yeah, I don't know. Sparkling Jewels. I don't. I don't understand any of that money for sparkling jewel at any time it's maiden win was poor 
I thought. It got past horses who have not franked the form. It then came out at $1.80 in a class three. Never looked likely. I just don't think Sparkling Jewels much good yet. Okay. So I'll look forward to fired up. Look forward to seeing what uh, what Belmont serves up for us on mm. Saturday. But as always, um, maintain some sort of agility, flexibility throughout the ever. day. To be, be willing to take a lower price to um, to have a look at the the pattern. But yeah, I'm working. I'm just going to work on the theory that early doors we want to be on pace. We want to be on that rail. Um, and late in the day, you might it might get a chance to square up, especially with the rain around. It might soften up that inside pad. So if you're going to look for back marks, it's or, or horse a little bit wider on the track. It's probably the last couple of races. All right, let's get cracking. Race one is the Amelia Park Plate for the three-year-olds over the 1600 meters. And Adam Durant. As has been the uh, the story of the season thus far, he wheels out another. Um, you know, these are two of a large batch of quality three-year-olds: Salavachi number one and Henshard number four, and they dominate betting at the moment. Guru, mm. they do. Yeah, it's um interesting race. This one I actually quite enjoyed. Uh, doing this one as a form reference because uh, it's very opinion based with who they won their maidens against, how they looked in their maiden wins. Because um, this is just a Pretty much a glorified class two, class three, really. It's nothing, nothing, anything heavier than that. It's only a three-year-old. Is this seventy thousand dollars? Yeah, it is a seventy thousand yeah. dollars. Jeez. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Selvachi for me uh, has to be a big risk. It's obviously Durant, the pick of the Durant pair because CJP is on board, so that's uh, a big tell on its own. Um, but from barrier eight, you've either got to go forward and probably land in the breeze. But even then, it's not certain to land in the breeze because there's a couple of others that might want to sort of go close to the speed or you go back to last and have to circle the field on it on a track where you can't do that so um look Celavarchi beat maximum impact on debut that's not a good form line uh Celavarchi then beat via monte who was 1200 to 1700 and uh feuding who failed badly at its next start so that's not a good form line either um yeah it's got to be a risk at three dollars 20. i'm not saying it can't win but we've got to take it on just every day of the week but henchard got the run of the race in uh, maiden the henchard other day got the run of the race the maiden the other one fell in against tibetan black so um, i thought its first up run was really good yeah it was it was brave yeah, first I thought up, it was but super for context Silovachi roughly 320 henchard roughly 320 330 so they're sort of sharing the market at yeah the moment. so both i think of it's them, barrier it, that probably yeah. makes that fair enough so both of them have to have the slight queries from a form line point of view yeah big I'm, time. I'm leaning towards Silovachi. i thought that that second win of his was dominant and he's gone back and had that mid prep trial against the older horse good trial. Like it was a good trial trap for fools uh, there's a couple others in that how do you see him winning though where how I th- oh. They, I, th- I think they'll push forward yep. and I can see gorgeous gossip leading, rolling a bit like it did the other day, trying to employ similar tactics. Mm-hmm. So maybe that might uh, enable Silovacci to tuck in on the fence behind it. I don't. I don't there's area. definitely not going to be a fence. There's definitely I, – I, I, this is the most form I've done for a Saturday meeting and it's a dog shit card. Yep. But there is no fence available for – now that I've said this, is the certainty to get us back mm-hmm. on the fence. But silent impression and feuding will both want to kick up and hold that back like at any cost, but, I but, reckon. But even if Craig Stables wants to sort of – He kick, actually went below tempo yeah, last time. It was really that, interesting. That. That, that that was confusing reading that, that sort of data, the way it sort of got the separation. Um, I think up to the mile – He'll try and kick at the six hundred. I don't yep. think he'll try and put it on him like he did then. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, it's more just the fact because that's what I thought. Celavachi come across and find it bad. But I thought no, just with just with what's drawn underneath. Even Henshard, like it's got really good gate. It's got Henshard's probably got better gate speed than yeah. Celavachi. Yeah. There's just for me, there shouldn't be a back. If it gets the back, it's worked out pretty wildly in, in my mind. For okay. me, Celavachi has to win from the breeze. It, it might be good enough to do so. It's it's clearly the one they like the most. 
Um, but I just think it's a it's a real risk on a track where you've had to be on the fence to win. And yeah, yeah, risk. yeah. It's going to be a uh, a data point this race where we can see uh, you got yeah. the, you got horse in the market, and then we can we can line that up with with the with how the result spits out and where they where they land in running and go from there. Steve uh, and Sean McGrady jumped well on River Rubicon. I know they had Gate One held yep. leaders back. Do you reckon they're a chance of rolling forward? Possibly, yeah. I, I think there is a bit more speed in this race than it, it probably, probably. Um, well, even far, looks, far too strong. Is he yeah. starting at Northern today? No, he's been scratched. Been scratched. Yeah. Okay, so even far too strong is capable of rolling. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, mile so, first up, you yeah. might think they're a little bit more circumspect, but that trial was huge. Yeah, the, the I mean, they went around fifty-five, eighty-eight, Snipperucci and um, Indigo Blue. Yeah, the good ones are in that trial. So. Yeah. It's the unknown. I, I just I worry about the grounding for it from Barrier Six at the mile. Obviously, Lindsay, it was meant to go to the fourteen hundred. It is Lindsay Lindsay Smith, but um, yeah, I often see it. That they still need a run. I've seen too close to Sun lose. May um, I've seen Queen takes King got beaten by Designer Prince, who actually lost that race on. Um, did you see that? Yeah, I didn't realize that until later. Positive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it got a positive. Yeah. Who would have thought at one hundred and fifty to one? It would have got a positive. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a few, few, few sort of different permutations here. Um, well, what, are we, what, are, all right, what are we doing? Uh, gorgeous Gossip. Uh, I reckon it's going to be the forgotten runner. Uh, I thought two back the run. It took 500 metres to find the top against General Grant. That was the last race of the day. It's hard to – it's hard to – uh, it's not even though being forward was the best part that day. Later in the day, it actually sort of changed and, and wide became good. Um, I think to be beaten under a length, General Grant isn't a bad run uh, considering how much work they had to do to get to the top. Um, 14 days ago, uh, came out, ran him along. Tricks of the trade, and he's a sizzler with the only two to beat him home. Those two would be a clear favorite here. If you watch the last 50 meters, Gorgeous Gossett was coming back and almost running, going through the line better than he's a sizzler. Did you see that? I agree. It was really, for me, that was sort of like, let's let's look at a mile and let's look at a mile with a bit of confidence here. It's your one that's going to find the fence. It, this is roadblock central. Uh, feuding isn't going all that well. Um, silent impression. They're drawn barrier one and two. So that's why I was quite, pa- I, I couldn't get Celavarchi to its back and that was important for my map. That's probably why I got so defensive before BJ. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you've also got Prince of Guelph, who's probably three back the fence type thing. So. It's sticky around there. I've got Henshard in the breeze. Uh, Salavachi could come across and get the 1-1 potentially if that's how they look to approach it. But far too strong could want that spot too. So it's a, it's an interesting one. But uh, this is your horse that jumps, runs, rolls. Uh, it beat They beat fourth by a long way yeah. last week. And Prince of Guelph was the fourth horse. And Prince of Guelph wasn't that far off Pelissier at its prior start. So that, that form's not too bad. So Prince of Guelph's having its, got its third trainer already. Have you noticed that? Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure it started it? with Tiana. Then yeah. it went to David Harrison for two starts. Oh, they must be fun people to train for. And now it's with Vaughan Cichlid. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they sound fun. Um, yeah. If it, does, if it doesn't win now, it's gone. Vaughan's got one star to improve it. Yeah. It's going over East. <laughs> uh, so basically, Br- brutal. Hey, Paul Jordan, Craig Staples, this yeah. isn't going to be a popular selection. This isn't going to be a horse that many people no, can Sometimes let's just simplify things. It's last run, the way it hit the line, it's going to lead, it's going to have slow ones behind it. We're going to get – it's $10 now. I mean, you, this will probably start longer, won't it, than the 10 bucks. Um, like, yeah, let's just take luck out of the equation back to later. Got a, they got, they got a, uh, Jordo got a result at York the other day. You got two results and I backed the other two. Yes, Blazing Passion was one of the hardest watches I reckon you'll ever uh, 
you'll ever see. And then the protest was fired in, which probably, yeah, just yeah. could have been upheld. Yeah, I know. I thought yeah. at the time I thought dismissed, but then yeah. I watched it again. I thought, geez, that just about could have been upheld because it did cost at the race. So that's yeah. the definition of why you protest. But what would I know? Um, gorgeous gossip for me. I'm happy to happy to play. Um, might be gone at the 200, but um, I'm pretty confident a big kick. I'm pretty confident it can win. I really like Salavacci as a horse. I'm not overly confident in this race. I'll probably just be watching on, but in the leg up, I've got Salavacci on top of Henchard. Uh, I have a lot of time for River Rubicon as a horse. In, mm. in the work I do for Steve Wolf, always really like this fellow and, um, and to see him uh, overcome some difficulties, even though he got the race on protest, the, the way that he uh, got out. It was the most impressive of all the of all the maiden winners to me he's the one yeah he was good, if, he, if you yeah. chuck river rubicon barrier one, one yeah and you give me four bucks i'll say any day of the yeah, week I like, i'm part of this but barrier seven it's just you think he's probably gonna have to come from last or um or sean's gonna have to try and find a spot yeah no, it's, it's a shame hopefully the the pattern isn't as prominent on saturday but it is a shame that this is it this is the way that it's played out over the last race month five so. and they're making ground yeah you probably go bang let's yeah. take the four so this is one of those ones yeah you don't race one we don't know what the so so be. forgive us listeners because the previewing these meetings at the moment is mm. is challenging but we're trying to provide can, information we're trying to p- paint the picture yep. as well as we possibly can jesse but yeah <laughs> you get that one yeah <laughs> So, uh, so Jesse, paint a picture. So, about you on top, the guru is going for gorgeous gossip. Don't mind that. We'll be leading in on the rail out in front. Currently ten dollars. Sorry, a price. Did I have gorgeous gossip? Uh, it's unfashionable, isn't it? Gorgeous gossip. I had at twelve dollars. Okay, yeah, um, unfashionable. Yeah, ten's plenty for me. I'm five, but um, yeah, I, I'm probably better off waiting for Betfair. Race number two, fourteen hundred meters over the. Um, 1,400 metres, I just said that, 72 plus, re-handicapped to a 69 plus, six-horse field. Sharp little six-horse field, though. Two questions, BJ. One, three questions. One, are you worried uh, about the 1,400 metres for Captain Chaos? Two, um, are you worried about the flat spot that uh, Captain Chaos hit in the run last start? That can. Um, and three, um, are you worried that Captain Chaos may end up three back the fence because he's not the quickest beginner. Red publisher can jump on the back of Zephyr Queen. They're my three questions about the captain. Uh, all valid questions. Thank you. I'm not worried about either of them, though. Um, I think he's probably a stronger, more mature horse, this preparation. The way that he's – his first up win was was incredible, um, get, jumping out of the ground, blistering closing speed, speed over the 1,200 metres with Lacta Ramoli on top. I think he was f- – Watching the patrol films, he was four deep the entire the other day. Um, and yeah, that was he, probably the best place to be at that stage. Who who gave him the card? Well, Night Voyage sort of took him into it reasonably yeah, well. Yeah. He really he looked gone though, didn't he? Yeah, well, five. Uh, Crystal Spirit sort of had him on toast mm-hmm. but couldn't. But as good horses do, he sort of found a way to – and good jockey too, Chris Parnham. He sort of got into him, lifted him over the line. It was – and sometimes second up as well after, after, after such a um, – impressive fresh performance um can come back a bit off that off that peak but i thought the way that he was able to sort of eke out a win second up only added to my confidence in captain chaos yeah uh zephyr queen will will lead we'll have the um we'll we'll cross and and find the friends as terry said there is a chance that captain chaos ends up three back the fence but i think in these situations just got to back in your top jocks like chris parnham to to know the horse well to give to put him in keep him happy and in a rhythm and out of trouble and just see if we can uh, get the galloping room that captain chaos requires obviously if they were running in lanes then this would be you know um 
very, very short. So the issue for mine is minor traffic concerns for Captain Chaos, but I think this horse is on the way up with a bullet and uh, I think he makes it three straight. Yeah, looks the hardest to beat. I'm, I, was, um, uh, I was thinking price-wise I was $1.70. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I just – yeah, just the 1400 and the um and the flat spot, just just minor concerns. Yeah. I priced him as long as I could. I got him in 260 which was probably a bit long. I was Zephyr Queen, 360 So, um, 480s Zephyr Queen, 5 bucks. 5 bucks Zephyr Queen, I'd, I'd happily have a bet, expecting to probably lose. Um, but – yeah, they're the type of bets you're happy to have. I think Zephyr Queen needs it more often. Yeah, I think the biggest danger for mine is Rebel Knight. He was. I just, couldn't, I just couldn't map it. Yeah. I just can't have horses. I can't chuck horses in the breeze and win at the moment. That's the problem, isn't it? He, he was three wide no cover the entire in the Captain Chaos race the other day and still managed to be beaten only just over a length. Yep, he was super, wasn't he? Uh, he was a weight swing. His previous midweek win was good as well. So Pike hops on board. He's, he's run well for Pike before Rebel Knight. Tell you um, what. And I think he's the biggest danger of Captain Castle. If race one, you see a real dodgy fence mm -hmm. and uh, they're coming down the centre of the track, what three horses will be on the fence? Captain Kale's there for Queen and Red Publisher. Yeah. Tell you what, Rebel Knight becomes a bit of an interest. Yeah, might have abandoned ship. <laughs> That's the case. In saying that, uh, Chrissy Parner can drop out to last and probably go straight yeah. off the fence if he wants to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Red Publisher surprised me at fifteen dollars. Should get the back of Zephyr Queen. Um, I was coming more, out. I was of, more like eight bucks. Out of a lot. Yeah, I was eight dollars. Yeah, I was more like eight bucks. So Red Publisher's a price as well. But um, I, I don't know if the old boy can beat uh, a Zippy leader or the best horse in the race in Captain Chaos. So um, yeah, good little six horse event. And just a little tidbit: uh, Miss Marietta was and yeah. accepted to start at Belmont last Saturday. Was scratched with yeah. a, a sore foot. Mm -hmm. So that um, is a minor setback, which isn't ideal heading into this no. second up assignment on Saturday. Race three, the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Handicap over the thousand meters. Now this is a this was a good race um, <laughs> to really. Get. I saw that with a straight bags. Why couldn't you? Why couldn't you let me have it? Ah, oh, oh, dearie me! Sheesh. Absolute dog sheesh. That's what this is. Um, yeah, look, Apple Snap should win the race, but um, if it misses the kick again and it's back last on the back of. Uh, on the back of vicinity and Patila Femme and, and God's Blue Sky and Pink and Grey, I, I tell you what, and yeah, yeah it's uh, could, could get be, ugly, could get ugly at a dollar eighty, I reckon. So, um, but yeah, Apple Snap should be winning, but um, I am gonna have a spare at the current prices as an easy bet for me here, BJ. This is another one where I don't expect, I don't expect to really win here, but I think uh, Snippalicious is your horse that um, Snippalicious. I think it can cross and find the fence, BJ. I might be wrong, but Dance Cocky isn't the quickest horse. I mean, Tampa can, can I object to vehemently to that? Yeah, you can. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Do you think Dan oh. <laughs> <laughs> And did you have Snippalicious leading or did you think Dance Cocky would kick up? Uh, I had Dance you, Cocky Did kick. you care? <laughs> I, mate, I had Dance Cocky kicking up, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I, I probably think that's the most likely, but I'm hoping they're really aggressive Snippalicious finds a fence. And um, I think they use this as a horse because it was a really nice trial. I ran a mm. nice race behind yep. Adam Toro, Magical Dream on Day Per. I think they use it as a horse for Aussie Galati to learn on at some of those country tracks. And um, Aussie Galati... He wasn't riding very well. He wasn't a, uh, he wasn't riding any winners at all, really, during that period. So you can probably almost put a line through all those. Some of those runs weren't too bad. I thought the recent trials were super. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, in scratch, a race like this, you're talking uh, scratch from yesterday for this. Yep. Yep. So they know what they're doing. You're talking um, Kerry Martin, Victoria Corver, and Dance Cocky, your second favourite at six bucks. I'm I'm happy to have something on uh, Adam Durant, Clint Johnson, and Porter at the twelve bucks at Snippalicious. Yep. I'm I'm four dollars. 
So um, I marked them, I think it was 260 Apple Schnapps, which again was probably a bit long. Um, I just, I, at the moment, with the way the track's playing and the lack of reliability in it, I'm, I'm marking my favourites a little bit longer. I don't really want to hop into things. What, sorry, what price was Apple? Apple sorry. Uh, it's $1.70. What price did you have? 260 Yeah, I was, I was about, I was 250 Yeah, so it's just, it's just one I don't. Look, I, I think it'll probably win the race, but yeah. I'm, yeah. Snippalicious has a spec. Um, I trust that yard. I think fam Famous Journey comes across with it, which might Victoria Corva, yeah. um, she might be happy handing up. Dan's cocky's got the blinkers off. That might be the go. And Dan's cocky isn't the quickest horse. Yeah, went through some of the dirt runs. It, it isn't the quickest horse out of the gate. So some really intent from Snippalicious. Get across and lead, and um, can go well. Petite La Femme, uh, its yeah. best form yeah. should be going very close. But it's just, I really would have been interested if uh, Clint Johnson Porter was on the horse. Um, but from three back the fence, it's a difficult ride for Jade. Pink or grey. Not for me from eight with Christy on it. There's just Christy uh, is struggling a bit at the moment, and that's a tough gate. Uh, the horse is good enough though, mm. but just from the tough gate, you know, you you'd probably tell her just to put a three day no cover. That's probably where you want to be. Yeah, I mean, it, just just the the le base level of performance. Pink and grey was a standout second yeah. pick for mine, but uh, taking the whole picture into account, um, it is it is going to be a challenge for Christy Bennett from eight. First up for pink and grey, but definitely for mine has to be the second pick from a talent point of view behind Apple Schnapps. And yeah, Snippalicious, I've got him for third in the leg up as well. I can see exactly what you're saying there. Uh, I, I really like that last trial as well. So mm -hmm. I imagine prior that, trial was held yeah, up the entirety as well. I imagine Adam uh, and CJP will be uh, will be looking to attack first up in a very winnable race at Belmont on Saturday. But geez, I reckon a lot of people will just be chucking in something on Apple Snaps in the uh, Top Gun just to get a little. Just to, just to avoid the cut potentially, mm. so tactics uh, are going to be very intriguing in the Top Gun. We're going to work out who the best is. So race four, race four, uh, free, still free. How how is it still free? Entry to Belmont Park, amazing stuff. Uh, over the twelve hundred meters, three year old midweek race. This one, it's thirty thousand dollar race. Uh, Fifty three plus. Um, Really, this is this is probably the race. It's race four, so we should get an idea of pattern, and this is key. Mm -hmm. What happens pattern lies in my mind. If the rail's playing well, War Gem very hard to beat. If they're making ground, Bazoom will be very prominent. Um, but it still needs a good steer. It's it's a difficult gate for for Chrissy Parnham to navigate. I reckon Bazoom, and this might be unpopular. Its debut win. Remember that really slashing win from last down the outside on a surface that's suited in a race that's suited. I think it's been overrated a touch on that in the market since then. It's gone around 220, 270, 260 favourite, beaten on three occasions. I think the market's just gone a bit heavy on that. A bit like we did with Secret Plan. You remember Secret Plan's debut win? Beat Divine Pair on that wet track. Yeah. Remember Secret so, Plan's last win? Yeah, no, I don't remember that one. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, but I just think the market goes a bit heavy. Yeah, to I, agree. I agree. So, yeah. I think you spoke about – actually, I'm still trying to – still. Wrapping my head around the mm. free entry to Belmont. It's incredible yeah. stuff. Um, uh, <laughs> but speaking about flat spots with Captain Chaos, mm. does Bazoom have a – when, when yeah, they 100% are, yeah. every start as Every well. start. Yeah, when, every when, start. When the jockey – because she travels and the jockey asks for something. Chrissy Parnham had to work him to the breeze. He still was a huge she, effort to run she, second. Yeah. She yeah. was a huge effort. Sorry, Bazoom. A huge yeah. effort to run second. Um, behind a smart one too, yeah. Behind what could be a very smart one. Yeah. yeah. And then if you look back at the trial form, Safety Base that deep the trip on a rail hot track yesterday and um, – one like Winks beating Stella Vista and let's cut loose. That's awkward for Simon, isn't it? Putting two Saturday horses, potential Saturday horses in a class one, and yeah, not not going not going all that well. But um, yeah, Safety Bay. That's that could be a horse to watch this campaign. The previous two runs were second to uh, Spilly Ain't Silly and Fiery. Yeah, Fiery Bay. Yeah, 
Anyway. Taj, two two <clears> winners <throat> two winners in a week for Taj. I'll tell you one of them when they Taj got 50 Dice. kegs from yep. Wide Gate. Sometimes just like, that's Maddie Land. Yep. Just put them out in Maddie Land, let them roll with the 50. So, whatever it had, 52. Um, anyway. Uh, what did you think? One run I want to ask you about. Uh, it doesn't the ratings are pretty low and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and it's it's nearly twenty to one here. Uh, born to talk. Born to talk. Held yep. up entirety in a trial. It just looked really really strong. Um, came out was sort of pressured when leading, um, and then kicked back and probably went stronger than anything besides Arcadia Grace to the line. I thought it was really sort of a, a sign of a, a pretty tough little nice horse. And then um, came out and and Brad. It was a tough ride for Brad yeah. from the wide gate and he pulled him to the front, did all the work, gave a nice kick. The horses that beat him home, despite doing all the work, flick his chance and safety fuse. Well, I think if both were in this, we'd give him probably both chances. They, oh, wouldn't, yeah. they wouldn't be impossible. Yeah. So blinkers go off to settle him down. Still probably leads, I yep. think. Um, up to the 1200s, maybe a query. But, um, yeah, he, he's one I marked at eight bucks. He's currently 18, 19. I, I, he was entitled to drop out the at Northern the other day, the, yep. work, the work that he sort of just uh, – exactly First what, or second up. Second up, Second up, exactly why the blinkers have come off because he just yep. towed Brad around the field and mm-hmm. and uh, eventually found the found the front um, entering the straight, but did a heap of work just to get there. I know Northern's only a bend; it's not really a full full turn from the thousand meter shoot, but still, it was brave to to, to kick back um, and just keep coming. And they're, they're encouraging signs, both those two. So I agree with you. I think he's over the odds, especially he's going to be the leader from gate one. Yeah. Um, with the uh, with the trend at Belmont at the moment, I think he's going to be in position. Eh? Yeah, you can have something each way, and you're yep. getting sort of probably four bucks a place or something like that. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm happy to have a bit again. It depends what you want to do. We could probably wait till the day um, and see how the track is playing. And if it is playing rail hot, you might have to take twelve bucks, but it becomes a far better bet. So, it depends what you want to do. I'm I'm quite impatient, and seems I've got eight, and it's eighteen. It's something where I'd probably consider having something each way. But uh, look, I, I just the conditions of the race. War Jam has won a maiden and runs second in a Saturday race, and um, somehow he only carries a kilo and a half more than a maiden runner. So, um, I guess that's fair enough because he picked up three points for the maiden win. Now I'm thinking about it out loud. It probably does make sense. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it just it looks awkward place. Well, you look at a horse like my horse down the bottom, Yemen Lass, um, who comes out of carrying 58 in a three-year-old Zero Mitro win, which outspoken lad didn't really frank the form with yesterday too much. Um, Might have been on the wrong part of the track, something gone wrong there. Um, but we drop something like four and a half kilos in um, – so it's just a funny, it's just a funny setup with the, the conditions of those races and where you place your horse. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching Yemen last go. Good around. luck with I reckon, Yemen. Yeah, I reckon Yemen's got some ability. I think it's, she might take a bit of time to learn. But uh, which is actually it's a pretty good placement though. I think barrier four fifty three and a half. It's not that deep a race. There's a lot of queries on a few of these. So um, yeah, I think we're out of our depth. But um, I don't mind the placement. Okay. Toss of the coin, isn't it? War Jam or Bazoom. And I think the previous three races will definitely give a guide as to as to how the market sways. Current market, I'm gonna just say born to talk each way. Yeah. Yeah. At yeah. the I'm I'm my market is three thirty war jam, it's four twenty. Um, and I'm four bucks Bazoom. But I if, if it's playing rail hot, I probably push Bazoom to ten. Yeah. Um and I probably move born to talk into seven and more gem to 290 if it's playing fair i'll probably put presume into 280 so it's really dependent on how that works i was 350 each of two war gem and bazoom yeah so and uh had war gem on top from the good draw i thought he was a little bit stiff the other day just with the muddling tempo got on heels and um pikey just controlled things on red 53 last saturday and war gem was pretty good i thought um under the under the circumstances yep. uh, another one of parnham's 
Neville Parnham's horses, they ripped the blinkers off, put the winkers on. Hopefully he settles a bit better from gate two with Stevie Parnham on board. Stable mate, born to talk, looks the likely leader. So um, War Gem should get his chance. I think he's probably yeah, going to be the, the, he's going to map more to advantage than uh, the biggest danger in Bazoom. Just a bit surprised now, yeah, because I was looking at Brad's prices from earlier. He's actually, yeah, the four the four dollars plus War Gem is Interesting. Okay. Interesting. That's something to, to definitely consider. All right. It's mastermind time, Terry. Let's Bomb. take a break and come back with Jay Rooney versus Rooney. Scotty McCormack. It is time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind competition. That is correct, Guru. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you get a chance, drop in and see the publican Ian Butchie O'Connor, Feed, flutter, froffies, family atmosphere uh, up at the Mundaring. Say good day. Let him know you listen to the one one. Uh, hopefully, we're going to get up there in the next week or two to record. Mm. Oh, I saw the early. Well, let's let's say hello to our guest first. Sorry, I was just going to say let's say hello to our uh, entrance first. But next week it's going to be twenty nine. Oh, look out! Yeah, well, we could Butchie roll out the red carpet, mate. We mm. could be on our way. On deck. Okay, so last week. Uh, Jay Rooney took on the carryover mastermind, Brad McManus. And I don't know what the market was saying, but it felt like a bit of an upset. Jay Rooney knocked off the mastermind. Uh, Brad, who wasn't very impressed, actually. He's actually been silking about yeah, it all week. He, he, he reckons we've been, uh, he's been rolled. He reckons we fed Jay the questions before he went out to his car. So. Nah, complete transparency and integrity a, of the mastermind. What a silk. What a silk. Brad? Grow up. Exactly. Just because you didn't make any blows this morning. Just grow <laughs> up, man. So this week we've... Uh, We've we've gone for a different angle here. We've gone for bookmaker Scotty McCormick, who is uh, who's a friend of the podcast, of course. Scotty, welcome back to the one one. Hello, boys. Glad to be here. Think I'm making up the numbers, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, he's going with the pessimistic approach. I uh, he's got the index cards, mate. Can't he does wrong. have the index cards, and he's got the wealth of knowledge through the uh, through the. Um through his father and through a, an extensive racing history. And, uh, of course, we are also joined by our current champion, the confident Jay Rooney. How are you? How's the week been in uh, in Western Australia as, uh, with with the crown on your head? Yeah, not too bad, guys. Um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see if we can back up last week. It's uh, probably probably a tough, tough thing to do, I reckon. Now, Jay, have you changed your email footer? To include that you are the WA Racing Mastermind? <laughs> yeah, I might, might change my LinkedIn profile as well to be other things like that. Yeah, might have to update that. I'll uh, take your resume too yeah. while you're at it, Jay. If you, if you put an article on the West about it, the problem is no one will be able to read it though. That's, that's the only thing online. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, oh, very that's, good. that's my last crack about So that, yeah. Jay took down Brad McManus last Thursday. Scotty McCormick has kindly stepped up to the plate before he heads off to field, bravely field at Northern. Very brave. <laughs> Very brave. Field, yeah. And Scotty, he, uh, he, don't forget, if, you're, uh, if you've got time, drop in and see Butchie at the Mundaring on your travels to and from Northern, Scotty. So, uh, Jay, Scott, your names are your buzzers. And to be crowned this week's mastermind, you will need to be the first person to answer three questions correctly. Over to you, Guru. Okay, lads. Challenger, are you ready? As ready as I ever will be. Mastermind, are you ready? Yep, let's do it. Three, two, one. 
All right, we're going to start with the traditional, which is now traditional, <laughs> who am I question. So feel free to buzz in whenever you like. There's about seven clues in total. Once you've buzzed in, you've, uh, you've had your crack day. Uh, if I was not retired, I would now be a 10-year-old gelding. I had three trainers across my 37-start career, which yielded 16 wins, but I started and finished with the same trainer. I won the following black type races. The Prince of Wales Hotel Cup, uh, which was a Bunbury 2000 metre race. Jay. Jay. Material Man. Oh, oh Rudolph. You didn't even get into the good stuff. That actually upsets me when I write you all these questions. You get it, so. were, you, were you onto that, Scotty? I was onto that. I was, the, the, my name was about to come out of my mouth. I reckon, oh, I reckon I you didn't need to throw in the Bunbury bit. Yeah, I, I just I, reckon, I thought otherwise a Prince of Wales, that's the sprint. The, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, want that Prince to. Wales Hotel, yeah. yeah. Bunbury Cup, Northern Cup, Perth Cup, Belmont Sprint, Hyperion Stakes, two Strickland Stakes, Group 1 success eluded me. I did run two. I didn't realise how good a horse material yeah, man's. Two seconds in the Kingston Town, a second and a third in a Railway Stakes, and then finished fifth in the 2020 Railway Stakes as top weight. Um, as your sponsor, it's a fair a, old way to go. Ran out. in an all-star mile. Ran well. in an all-star mile, yep. Um, yeah, it's, uh, there Great you go. Great horse. Great horse. Great stuff. Well, well, there you go. Jay Rooney, one. Scotty McCormack, yet to score. Question two. Marxian took out the Carnarvon Cup for Graham Hammerquist. Who was his previous trainer? Jay. Jay. Darren McCord. Oh, dearie me. Jay's he's come switched on today. You got your sleep last night, didn't you, Jay? Don't know how he's got two little kids. <laughs> Deary, mate, you sound too sharp. <laughs> All right. It's only seventh coffee for the day. Rooney, two. McCormick, zero. Next question. Only one runner in this year's Nicopolis Stakes has previously won at black type level. Who is that? Oh, Scott. Scotty. Scotty. I just want to have a go at answering something, to be honest with you. Um, oh, I can't even remember what the field is. I haven't done the... um on the old form yet. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a plug for McCormick. Um, now just wasting time. Just yeah. to be able to Are you doing it well? I was actually going to comment on that. You're actually doing it extremely well here. Three, so. two, oh, one. I can't even remember what's in the field. How does the bookmaker <laughs> going right now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, over to you, Jay. Uh, Jay. Uh, three, Jericho two. Jericho Mitchell. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and he just swept him. <laughs> Oh. Well, at least at least Scotty got one thing right. It was three zip, so at least he got one thing right. Uh, that was uh, that was clinical. I think you Compre- were stiff. I think mater- I think material man threw you on the back foot early, early doors when uh, when Jay just uh, buzzed in before you. But uh, no, tremendous uh, tremendous stuff, Jay. Um, another another routing. Um, yeah, just 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 who's comprehensive. Gonna, who's going to beat him? Who's going to beat him? Who's going to beat him? I don't know. We might have to make these questions a bit bit trickier, I think. Scotty McCormick, uh, mate, thanks for coming on the show and being a part of Mastermind 2.0. Um, you've been on the been on the podcast a couple of times. There might I don't know, are you going to Kalgoorlie, Scotty? Uh, I will be up to Kalgoorlie, absolutely. Okay. Um, Dad and I will be heading up for Thursday and Saturday. Oh, Wonderful. Terry, Terry Layton uh, will be there. Yep, I'll be there. Are you going to be get, getting there for the Wednesday for the Calcutta on the Wednesday night or are we just uh, getting there Thursday morning type thing? No, we're leaving um, 4 a.m. Thursday morning, oh, driving up, well, and then we'll fly back Thursday night and drive, uh, fly up Saturday morning and drive back Saturday night. Well, hey. Now, Scotty, while hey. you're here, uh, you're a good man. Do you want to give uh, McCormick Bookmaking a bit of a shout-out? Mm-hmm. Let us know where we can find you and uh, at what uh, what venues you're fielding at currently. 
Yeah, well, we're fielding at um, the Wednesday, Saturday meetings at Belmont, um, and we we try and make our way out to all the country tracks too. So I'm at Northern today. Dad's actually gone up to the last couple of Kalgoorlies. We'll be up there for the round. Um, when Kinjara comes back, we'll be at Kinjara and um, all those meetings. So if you want to get in touch with us, shoot us a message um, on Twitter, um, and we'll be able to tell you how to call some bets through there. More than happy to get new clients on. Very good, Scotty. And I see that you're also in the uh, Top Gun tipping tournament mm. as well. So looking forward Dangerous. to seeing Scotty flex his muscles. I've yeah. seen his stuff on the great tip-off. He mm. goes good. Sharp. Bit Sh- stiff yesterday, were you, Scotty? Uh, pretty stiff, yeah. yeah. Not a couple of seconds. I do love a second. So. <laughs> yeah. What, was, what, what were they? Because I had a couple of tidies yesterday as well. We might, we might be able to join in each other's misery. Uh, Beret in the last oh. one. Justin Mitty. Yeah, Justin Mitty. I was and twice lucky, it was a well-beaten third, but I only bet straight out, so I didn't happen to take the $6 of the place. Ah. Out, so. Well, at least, at, least, at least you're seeing them well. That's the most important thing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all you can ask for. Very good, Scotty. Uh, thanks again for coming on The Mastermind. Good luck at Northam today. But, Jay Rooney, you are still the WA Racing Mastermind. Another $100 voucher to the Mundaring Hotel is in the mail. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Yeah, no, um, defended the crown. We'll uh, see if we can get a bit of a picket fence going now. I reckon. Yeah, well, no one's uh, no one's got to the elusive <laughs> five. I think we're four max, H- uh, H- three max, H- four H-train. max. H train got the yeah, four, didn't he? Fraser Hay, yeah. Yeah, H train got the four. So uh, the elusive five is uh, it's still. Uh, Up well, it's still elusive. It's That's still why it's called elusive. elusive. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, we. Uh, that was a yeah. That was a routing. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to challenge you a little bit is more ne- next week. Is Jay. next week Blackheart Steak? Blackheart Bart Steak today, Jay? I think it is. Isn't yeah, it? it is. Yep. Yeah. So a young yep. fella by the name of Toby Dunn has a very strong opinion of uh, his knowledge of West Australian racing. He is coming on to take. Oh, on you got Jay, someone lined up, Jay Rooney. Oh, next okay. Saturday, and he is ba- he is lacks nothing. See in if confidence. he can make Jay Dunn and dusted. Exactly. So Toby. Jay, next Thursday's edition of the 1 1. Uh, mate, congratulations. That's two on the bounce. Will you be back to defend your crown next Thursday? Yeah, sounds, sounds like we've got a bit of a challenge next week. So uh, we'll get up and about for that. Excellent. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Scotty. No worries. I'm back in Jay's to go all the way for all the fight. So good luck. <laughs> Makes you look better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The form will be good. <laughs> well done, fellas. Jay. Yeah, that's our first. I think that's our first three zip. Uh, maybe. I reckon it might be. Yeah. I remember when Big Horse was 2 0 down, we sort of gave yeah. him a half volley. And even then with Scotty, we were both, we knew he'd had more than enough time. But I think we were both just sort of allowing a little bit longer. But, uh, but he, he, uh, in he all fairness, I did glance at like, the field. I'll be honest with you. Like I, I'd, I'd fancy myself as knowing majority, most things about WR racing. I don't think I'd be that quick at this. Um, I wouldn't have got the Material Man one that quickly. Um, well, the other ones. Oh, the marks in one I would have got, I reckon. Jericho, I would have had to think about it. I would have had to use a sort of a power deductions and I probably would have gone top weight down because yep. that, that would have been my thought process. So I would have had to go uh, excellent dream and horse like field down in my mind in that sense. So I reckon I just would have been very close to being routed 3-0 as well. So Jay, he's going to be hard to beat, isn't he? Yeah, we say that. we've said that about a lot of people though. Mm. Yeah, we've said that about a lot of people. But, uh, yeah, he's yeah, he's definitely standing up. But you got someone planned next week, so I'm looking forward to having Toby in. Blackheart Bart Uncle. Stakes, 
AFL Grand Final oh. edition of the one one. Yeah, ticket. It's gonna be <laughs> eventually. Thanks, Derek. Uh, it's gonna be a cracker. So stay mm. tuned next week. And thanks again to Ian Butchie O'Connor and all the team up at the Mundaring Hotel. With the weather finding up, it's gonna be uh, nothing better than sitting up there on Butchie's big deck mm. in the heart of the hills. So looking forward to getting up there very soon. Race five. Happy 70th birthday, Rosie Handicap. 72 plus race over the mile. Happy birthday, Rosie. Yeah, happy birthday. Rosie. Um, yeah, 70. That's huge. Congratulations. We have a, what have we got here? An eight horse field. We'll have an established pattern by this stage of the day. Uh, we've got a couple of horses who square, a few horses who squared off against each other. Recently, coming out of a similar ratings race over the 1400 meters two weeks mm. ago, we have Bad Wolf, who struck a purple patch of form for Money Maley. Dictator, the newly named Dictator, previously known as Fura. Uh, he's an interesting runner, he's got a lot of talent, but he can be a bit hit and miss. Leader as well, mm -hmm. um, has gone back, had a couple of trials since his last start failure. So, yeah, it's a very interesting little eight-horse field here, Terry. Leaders, backmarkers, most of them are in, a little, are in a bit of form. And we've got a horse such as Mr. Delegator who's coming out of graduations, going up in grade but down in weight. And uh, senior rider Sean McGruddy goes on board, replacing Matt. apprentice Kate Southam. So there's a lot to digest in yeah, this eight-horse field. There he is. Uh, Map Dictator leads. Dictator leads, they sit on Mr. Delegator, which I think they've always been yes. willing to consider that. So yeah. Dictator leads, they sit on Mr. Delegator. Maybe Karanis to the breeze. I'll throw one at you. Karanis to the breeze, Harry Thomas 1-1. One, one, yep. Potentially. Um, Harry Thomas could get deep again. Karanis could be deep. Something like that. Um, How's yeah, no for apology me, been beginning lately? Mr. Delegator should cross him. You reckon he'll cross? Should be able to cross him, okay. yeah, which puts yep. no apology three of the fence. You yep. can't, I don't think it can win from there. Yeah. Um, because that means you have that to was out, the thing you that have, you have to out La Farola. Couldn't work out whether Delegator was gonna was they were gonna kick up with apology and delegator was gonna be able to cross, but he probably will, won't he? The only way no apology can win is if Mr. Delegator leads, I think. If okay. they're happy to breeze with um dictator or something of that nature. So yep. there's a few different permutations, but the, to me there's enough speed in this to suggest that the winner should come from La Farola, Fangio, or uh, the Big Bad Wolf. I think they're all going to be too close on the band with enough speed in the race for, for Mr. Delegator or no apology. So you're looking for big, kick, big kickers? Yeah, I'm yep. looking for a big kicker. I'm looking yep. for someone to go back from 70 and put it through the high diddle diddle. Yeah. Uh, Fangio got the just the ten out of ten ride. Um, Pike's only we got the memo. <laughs> we spoke um, about that last last. The fence was hot. La Farola. Gets a little weight swing and was arguably a better run than Fangio, but on the surface it doesn't look that way. It's hard to forgive, isn't it? You know the track, but you still just feel a bit. Uh, and then Bad Wolf um, was super big win. It's getting up in the weights now and probably near its mark, but it's a super win. So um, yeah, cracking race. This is one that you run a few times, you get a few different results, but uh, and really realistically, Fangio should only be better. Yeah, second up with some fitness under the belt. So um, I'm two, three uh, setting up to third, the mile third, as well. Exactly right, Fangio. Yeah, yeah, two from two with Pike on both huge wins. Yeah. The other one was in Albany by about five. Um, I'm 3.30, La Farola, 4.50, Bad Wolf. Oh, $7 Fangio, which might look a bit harsh, but um, it, it did get the dream last start. And I'm taking the rest on just under the way I've got this race fanning. So, look, I think the winner comes from La Farola, Bad Wolf, at the current prices. I mean, if you give me a fair track, I'm pretty happy probably backing La Farola at something near 4 bucks, saving Bad Wolf type thing, but yep. um, nah, not, not a race on. See if we can. I was four dollars Fangio, four dollars Laugh Roll. I okay. found, them, found them hard to separate. Yep. 
The again. Where was your wolf? Uh, five fifty. Yep. For bad wolf. I tried to make a case for Mr. Delegar. I just think I'm just. I know we spoke about this last week with the Avalon, Avalon Bay. Bay. Yeah, I had the same thing going through my head. Shawnee's writing. Shawnee's writing so. Well, Sean McGrady's writing so well at the moment. Limited writing opportunities, but he just he's just in that zone where Does dictator roll off. Can do. Can do. That's yeah. something I didn't go deep into actually. Yeah, can do. Yeah. If dictator so rolls off, it could I be. I was game sort on. of trying to figure, sort of piece a puzzle together for a Mister Delegated style result, but do you know to, what I think you're trying to do there? Did you have something on Avalon Bay? Uh, no, I didn't. No, I think you're trying to make up for and because do you know what I did? I tried to find Mr. Delegator for the exact same reason and I sat up there and I said to myself, I'm just trying to make up for the fact that I didn't find Avalon Bay and I should have yeah. found Avalon Bay last week. Yeah. That's what I think I'm trying to do is um, oh, no, I, I, I just thought that it was just good placement from, from Todd Harvey, good good riding change and I just feel as though he's been leading and there's it hasn't quite been working out for him recently. So with dictator in the race, it sort of takes it. it takes the having to do uh, having to work out in front of Mr. Delegator's hands, if you know what I mean. Yep. So they can just they can finally get a stalking position and mm-hmm. and he can get his chance from there. But yeah, I, I kept coming back to Fangio. I uh, Fangio. I tipped this horse twice at Ascot when she eventually came to town at the end of her preparation last season. And her two efforts were huge, wide throughout on both occasions, was stiff to run into. So Trump this, Trump this. Remember that? And, Trump uh, this from last with Matty Derrick. Oh, incredible. Uh, yeah. And then had no luck. It's follow-up run. As the guru said, Rails hugging ride from the wizard last last start and Fangio just um, got the chockies. But, again, it's got to be improved second up for mine. Better suited at the mile. Pike uh, gets along really well with this mare. Roy Rogers starting to heat up with the uh, Great Southern not far away from uh, from kicking off in the new season next month. Fangio for mine, again, pattern dependent. So I imagine most people will be tossing up between Fangio and LaFarola. LaFarola should get a nice run from three. But, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with Fangio on top. I think she's got really, really strong closing speed, got a bit of class, and uh, I think she can win again. All right. Race number six, the Byron Bay Premium Lager Handicap over the 1,300 metres uh, speed map. Really, uh, really interesting speed map. And by this stage of the day, we should have an idea of pattern, which will be integral for horses like Marley's, uh, Indigo, Blue, um, yeah, in particular those those couple. Um, speed map, I, I didn't have an impossible, BJ, the Jag, the Joker from Barrier 1 can Hold kick up, up and lead its first ever horse race. It's mm. never actually led a horse race before and um, – I don't think it's uh, an impossibility to kick through and lead. I, I don't know what you had on top. Whack and Tanker takes so long to muster yep. into its races, um, but it's one that could end up there. Um, it's all about I thought, intent. I thought Image Keeper might try and lead. Yep, Image Keeper is one that uh, has led and won. Uh, it was funny, it won a, a C1, you go, oh, just a C1, but um, she's got to you. The horse that beat came out, won a 62-plus beating Captain Chaos, I think, and it's yeah. next up, um, yeah. and some good ones on a Saturday, so it's pretty good. Um, yeah, C1 form. So, um, Campesi, forgiving. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm jury out Campesi for mine. You're a forgiver, aren't you? Yeah, most, most of the time. Um, I, price, I, price dependent. I, I did mention last time he raced that I, there was a little niggling feeling about Campesi. You did? Uh, blinkers go on. They would have thrown everything at him to, to sharpen him up and get him switched on. I still can't work out whether he was unlucky or he went poorly the other day. So, sometimes, all I say is because when he got out, he didn't hit the line with much venom. Yeah. Sometimes when that happens, they get 
they get bumped around, they get yep. held up, they get through, they don't actually come through and they don't savage the line. Yep. But that it doesn't mean they weren't going well. The horse just had enough that, that particular outing. Um, but there's always the concern that perhaps he's not super keen. The blinkers go on. Is that a sign of desperation or something for a horse that was meant to be flying? Why do we need to make that change? Um, I can see what you mean. I priced him accordingly. Yeah. I still had him in the threes. Um, no, I had him second pick still. So. I had him favourite. <laughs> you know, I had him favourite. So. Who, who's your favourite? Uh, I, I marked Campesian Image Keeper. Um, Price? Favorite, equal favourite. Hold on. That's interesting. Image Keeper. Do you know what Image Keeper is? 350. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, actually, it's one of the very few little nibbles I had with Brad this morning. The Image Keeper, seven bucks, whatever he went up. Um, mm. Not that I'm super keen, um, but um, it's a winner. It's a it's winner. A winner. It, it was a moral beaten on debut behind the Spruker in Albany. Yep. Uh, it lost the West Bay Platinum final, went four deep the trip. He couldn't win with the run it had. Yeah. Um, and, and between that, ran th- won three straight and three trials. Never lost a trial either. So it's, it's that, a horse that wins. Mitch Pateman has ridden it once before and ridden it well. Uh, it's got tactical speed. It's got a nice turn of foot. I think it's a really nice horse. Image keeper. That trial was good. It was four, good. four, five deep the entire. Beat nothing. Uh, beat nothing under a hold. It was good. Yep. It was a quality trial in heading into a first up assignment. Hundred percent. So just a bit flat. I thought we might see seven bucks each way, which it looked like we were early, but that price uh, isn't um, available anymore. It's around that five dollar mark, five fifty mark. Um, interesting stuff. If the rail's playing red hot, do you know a horse who just forget it went around last start wasn't suited twelve hundred back to a thousand thirteen hundred is its pet trip is Jag the Joker. Yeah, we'll get out. It's nine dollars currently. It'll it'll get out to something mid-teens, I reckon. Uh, if it's a red-hot rail, it'll run you a good race. It's one I'm, I've got no interest in at the minute, but um, what about if that little, rail's playing little great. Flirt? Yeah, well, it, it probably lands somewhere near its back. Um, someone mentioned on – I saw something on Twitter about where was the announcement tactics. Like, that wasn't an announcement tactics. The horse just jumped a little no, bit I think he, I think he got queried by the stewards. Well, the horse that led that race was Firemaker, who's a back mark. Yeah. It was just a race where there wasn't all that much – I don't know. It just jumped better. You don't need to be questioned by Stuart for jumping better. Like I just think that's what occurred on that particular day. Well, just, I mean, just, just from just one, it's, it's previous gates were 10, 6, 10, and 5. So. Yeah, it still yeah. has never jumped well. It jumped. That's the best it's ever jumped. That's all he had to say was the horse jumped all right. We said on closer. Yeah. What, do you, what do you want me to do? Well, I think that's all he said. Grow up, yeah. guys. Yeah. I would tell the stewards to just go and get stuffed. Why? Just a stupid question. <laughs> just say, I would have said it's a stupid question. Stupid. Just like that. I was a stewards. That's a stupid question. Yeah, um, I, th- I think in the post race, am said, I combative today? No, you're right. Okay. You're just you're just the same old guru. Okay, right? <laughs> still the same old G. Um, <laughs> we play a little thing. Yeah. Still the same old G. Uh, you had that boom. I, I, I think uh, I think Robert Edwards. Robert Edwards. Robert Matthews said post race that. We wanted to try and use its gait today. So maybe that was some of the. Oh, you know, did he? I think so. Oh, the, they should the, have asked some questions. In the, <laughs> in the post race. I think that's. But, but also, it was Jay Whiting to Kira Yule. Kira is a little bit more aggressive than the fish out the machine as well. So Kira is um, a, a better jockey than Jason Whiting and has been for a while. If you look at that's a great horse just to compare how two hoops are going and Little Flirt's three from six with Kira on and it's one from 10 or whatever with Jason on. It's just they, horses go far better for Kira Yule than they do Jason Whiting. That might sound harsh. Um, right at, at, the moment, at, at the moment, at the moment, at the moment. horses and, and probably for a sustained period of time, horses are going better for Kira than um, Jason Wine. Horses are going better for Kira than a lot of jockeys. I think I still think it, and I know that that Crips M8, and we're not just saying that to, because of that, but I, I still think she's one of the most underrated jockeys in in um, WA. I think Little Flirt could be getting under the guard mm. market Three because defense. it's going to yeah exactly, and it's yep. just it's it's flying. I, mean, I think I think I backed it in a grad that. That was one. I think it was the day that 
Regal Magic won that race. It was such a big run. Yep. Uh, since then, it's run third to Rebel Knight, coming out of a brave dream, graduation, back to winning a winning a class five midweeker. Um, last night, I think Little Flirt's the chance. But for minor, I really like Image Keeper as a horse. I reckon Brock Luthwaite is going to have this horse ready to rock and roll first up. Pretty keen Image Keeper. Pretty oh, keen? Yep. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I really do like it as a horse. Good little race. I guess I've just got the camp easy for you. The, the one thing I know yeah, about this- camp easy can beat me and yeah, it's okay. That's good. Yeah. I like that mentality. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. The one thing I like about this market is your second and fourth favorites I just simply can't have. Um, I thought Indigo Blues trials were absolute crackers, but yeah, it's a slowly away horse, so it's probably going to have to win from last. Uh, it doesn't have much speed. They might be real aggressive trying to pump it out, but I think that will be detrimental to its performance. So, and then you got Marlies, who was given the rails run last start. It can't. It, it should be twenty to one, twenty-five to one, not eight dollars. So, um, yeah, I think your winner comes from Campesi, Image Keeper. Jag the Joker type thing. You can probably really get a feel for how the track's playing and um, if it is a nice on-pace rail day, the horses barriers one, two, three, four. Uh, Jag the Joker, Little Flirt, Campesi, Image Keeper. Mm. They should be your first four. Good assessment. Thanks. Peter. Terry, race number seven of the day is the feature. The Nicopolis Stakes, $100,000. It's a 77-plus handicap. What are we doing here? Our man, Luke Fernie, had a winning double. Did. Two weeks ago, Icy Red, Icy Red, mm. and Spin the Knife, and he's settling up Icy Red, Icy Red. Again, he was looking to make it three wins on the trot. Paul Harvey maintains the ride. The big question mark that hangs over the head of this four-year-old is the 1,200 metres, Guru. Yeah. Two starts over the 12 for two unplaced runs. However, he was a younger, less experienced horse. He's more mature now at this stage of his um career and he's also going to get a pretty suitable lead out in front you would imagine yeah there's a few different thought process there i don't know if they'll try and lead after winning well first up over the thousand they might look at the 1200 and say let's settle him they might go forward that I, I think they might go into the day with a fluid idea of let's see what's happening if yeah. the rail's playing really nicely let's kick him out but he hasn't jumped his last two um so of a horse like charlton eddie who also didn't jump last start but does jump pretty well if it, it can be kicked out um it might be able to get across they, they might be content just sitting um, somewhere else. They, they need to be wary, though. Directly underneath them is uh, Son of a God, Excellent Dream, and Cocky Joy, and those three. Won't have similar won't, gates. Won't want to be too meek. You could get caught deep, just about. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you could, or you could end up ending up back seventh or eighth if you're not if you're not careful. So, um, I think I see Red's a risk here. I think yeah. everything went right last start. Um, definitely, you can win again. But for me, it's more a five dollar chance than a three dollar eighty chance, and it currently is. I agree. Um, <clears throat> Chalknetty was really good, but again on that hot fence. Uh, but that's definitely it's, he's. He's back. I think we can say that. I think they'll try and kick him out and get a nice prominent position. Uh, don't fuss and multiverse from eight and ten should ensure there's some speed in the race from wide gates. Multiverse is it's flying. It's multiverse well, yeah. is flying at the moment. Don't yep. be surprised to see multiverse run an absolute cracker yep. in this race. On no, multiverse. I think I think there will be people making cases for the majority of the runners in this. Yeah. Um, look, I was pretty keen Jericho Missile in the. Uh, in the what was the feature called the Jolly Beggar mm. fortnight ago, and um, with a bit more luck, she probably wins. She was, he he wasn't suited at the thousand meters. This is up to the twelve hundred meters. He was going better than the rest of this field. Um, this type of horse, the way he races, he needs luck in his running. But I think this looks a weird, sticky map, and the fact you've got Don't Fuss and Multiverse drawn eight and ten. I reckon you got a three wide line. I reckon you got weird pressure. You got leaders I don't really trust. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah. I think that it's just a race where 
you might be able to make ground, especially by race seven, with a bit of a rain-affected day. We've seen that even with the rail bias tracks that you can sort of make ground a little bit um, the last few races of the day. So I'm 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 five dollar favourite, Jericho Missile. That might be a little bit thin. I reckon it'll trade about eight, nine, ten bucks. Um, again, oh, it's yeah. probably one you can wait for a pattern. Um, but yeah, I mean, which which way are you leaning? Because I think uh, I went son of a god. Yeah, so th this is half the reason I'm keen on Jericho Missile. Son of a god last start. I reckon it's a 1,200 metres. It's probably its pet troop as yep. well, same yep. as Jericho. But Chris Parnham gave that horse a 20. He back to the hot fence, didn't lose any momentum really, peeled off it, and it just one batter to the light. It didn't take any ground off them. And Jericho Missile was up behind him. Steve. Just, it was just going yeah. it was just going better. It was going yeah, better. Like, I think Son of a God gets the run and gets every chance and blah, 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 blah. I just think Jericho Missile at this stage of their preps, lives, careers, I think it's a better horse, but. Son of a God could win it on that. I just keep going, coming back to Son of a God's form last preparation. He was he ran some big races in against quality opposition in the uh, the Pinjarra Classic and those type of races. Mm -hmm. uh, he was hard in the market on each of those occasions. To the drift last start. Yeah, it was alarming. Yeah. High team. Be like that Michelada drift. It's yeah. almost like they know he's there's just not. And you, you listen to Simon talk about Son of a God. He doesn't have that same exuberance yeah. I think he, he once did. Yeah. So um, no, he's um, he's a perplexing horse that. There was a few excuses for him first off in the new market, but he was 440 and was beaten 3.8 lengths. So overall, you say that was a fail. It was a I thought he was a bit better in the in the Jolly Beggar, but thousand up to 1200 third up. Simon A would have worked his magic between runs, and I think if if uh, Son of a God's going to put in a peak this prep, um, perhaps the rain affected might not necessarily be his perfect for him. However, I think if he, as I said, if he's going to peak, this is his race. Son of a God. From yep. a good draw, good job, 1,200 metres at Belmont. This They're is the two this, horses. This is D-Day. They're the two horses suited, so yep. 1,000 to 1,200 more than the others, and excellent draw, you'd think as well. Barrier one, it'll run an improved race. I agree. Uh, for Simon Miller, Paddy Carberry. Um, yeah, so. Crystal, uh, I will say Crystal Spirit was monstrous. <laughs> yeah, it's flying, isn't it? <laughs> it's Carlson. flying. If they're making some ground and nice patient ride, it'll it'll run on into it. The wetter, the better as well, but um, – Hard from the gate against the better quality of um, of animals, but um, yeah, Jericho myself for me. I think it'll stay around that mark. Probably no rush to dive in, um, but I'm very happy backing Jericho, and I I'm happy even with the bar shoes on. Um, Pim's Royale hasn't had anything go its way its last couple, and it's it's a it's a class animal. Class, yeah. Uh, so I think Pim's Royale will, will run you a race as well at twenty to one. Should be more like ten bucks, I think. So play a couple of uh, value runners in Jericho right. Missile and Pim's Royale, any, but mainly any, I'm pretty keen Jericho Missile. Okay, any of these can win really. To be fair, I, I, it's a wide open Nicopolis Stakes. And just for uh, everyone's knowledge, Nicopolis was inducted into WA Racing Hall of Fame in 2014. He was a star of uh, 1960s racing in Perth, uh, travelled to Victoria and won feature races over there, including Turak handicaps in 1963 and 1964. He won a total of 11 black type races. Um, size produce stakes in the WA Derby where his feature West Australian wins over the journey. So Nicopolis is uh, – so we're honouring Nicopolis, a WA Hall of Fame inductee this weekend at Belmont Saturday. All right. Race 8, the Crown Perth Handicap, 2,000 metres. We've got the 14 plus one emergency final chill. Is that racing today? Who? Final chill. Scratched. Scratched today. Who? Who? <laughs> Who? Oh. Oh. Uh, what are we doing here? Red Hot Tip. 
Accelerate, Queen takes King. <coughs> First up, Lindsay Smith over the 2000 with the Pontiff on board. Uh, a couple of the last start winners in Overthought. Shoes of Ekra comes out of a midweek victory. Good win. Vintage stock, caught the eye, but hard mm. to catch. Yeah, um, hard to catch. You worry that was a fresh <laughs> run, don't you, to some degree? Yeah. It's in a flat one now. Does, I mean, Red Hot Tip looks like he's ready to win, doesn't mm. he? But 60.5, gate 11. Everything has to up. go right. Everything mm. has to go right. And there's a map. If you if you look at the horses all drawn underneath and they want similar spots, so mm. it's a sticky little map. You get caught deep, you probably can't win with a 60 and a half, but um, – yeah, look, all I know is that <clears throat> Accelerate, you have to look to – I personally have to look to take on coming off a setback um, a fortnight ago, 31 days between runs. It'll lead, um, but that's just that's just the type of horse I take on. If it, it beats me, then then too good. Um, yeah, I think so. We'll probably go pretty close mm. in this race. Nice grounding. Sean McGrady, I think, uh, rides a horse better than anyone else. Um that has ridden him, even though Peter Nucky did win on him um, at Northern a few starts yeah. ago. Um, he's not a horse you want to have your life on so well, but I suspect he's not a popular horse in betting here. And you saw sort of see 10 bucks late bet fair each way. And for the for the best draw, and that looks a nice price. Um, Queen Takes King has had the two 1,450-meter trials. Just don't know whether it needs one more. It's had barrier one, I think, three or four times in its career for two or three wins. So it's a horse that does enjoy the softer runs and being presented at the right time. Um, I think Shoes of Ekra can run a race at a price. One I'd be lobbing in your quaddy. Um, if they're making real good ground, it's wetter than we think. Porfirio would go on my quaddy too probably. But, yeah, I'm $5 red hot tip, $5 so war. They're six six fifty at the minute. So I'm not going to have a bet just yet, but um, I might on the day. Okay. Yeah, I was red hot tip, four fifty. As Terry said, everything has to go right. But I just feel as though he might have a bit of a class edge on these. I reckon he's ready to win his comeback in – in really good nick, that brave dream form should hold up. A reasonable steer from uh, Brad Willer and Red Hot Tip gets the chocolates. Queen takes King from one, uh, gets the run, has the two trials under its belt, as Terry mentioned. She goes close, accelerate. He's a funny old, funny old horse, but if he turns up, he could blow him away. You never really know with that horse. I actually didn't mind the run of Miss Zadell last start. Could be a bit of a – I don't know what price she is at the moment. Um, $19. Yeah. Probably going to get out further, but I just like the way that she sort of hit the line and you can never discount Adam Durant trained stayers either. So, exactly. But, she's she's one you'd love in your quaddy. I think yeah. they might ride her, try and ride her a little bit more prominently as well, try and settle her in fifth or sixth type thing. But um, yeah, any if you're not sure about a staying race and you're doing a quaddy or you're looking for a rough a rough type of investment, um, yeah, look at look at Adam Durant runners. It's a bit like Eggwatt yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> other day. Eggwatt. Eggwatt, what a name. Yeah. Hey? Yeah. Egg white. What are you? Egg I'm white. trying to think of a yolk, a yolk joke. A yolk. I'm trying to think of a yolk. That would have been that would have been the joke. Yeah. Let's move on. Egg white. Mm. Horrible, horrible stuff. Mm. Uh, red hot tip for mine. That's the tip. All uh, right. Uh, part owned by previous mastermind, yes. Mitch McClenny. Yep. Red hot tip. So, well, as I said, I'm five bucks a pair. They're six six fifty. Um, yeah, we've got uh, we've got an event on Saturday at uh, the Belmont Sporting Globe. Essie and track, hundred bucks. Drinks, food for the day. Fitzy myself, uh, doing a bit of a <laughs> bit of a chat chat, bit of a chat tip, chat. tip. Punters club, <laughs> trophies, chat chat down there. Tip, Belmont, tip, <laughs> Belmont Sporting. I reckon by that stage I'll be hopping into one of them because I'll uh, I'll be choiceless. But um, or drink, both of them. Drink, 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 drink. Exactly right. Responsible, <laughs> responsible. Uh, race number. Get out. S T E A K. Yes, it's it's all something going to my head. Running very, um, running very smooth. Get out, we are we're very smooth. The yep. Get Out Stakes. Um, who's it? Who's the Get Out Stakes brought to us by BJ? 
extremely popular, isn't it? This competition. I've 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 seen the tweets. Popularity is through the roof for the Get Out Steaks. Brought to you by Market City Meats, largest retail butcher shop in Perth. You can find Market City Meats out of the Canning Barrel Markets, Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt, absolute champion, legend of the game. Love Timmy. Him and his team run the show. Uh, drop in out there at uh, Bannister Road. See Timmy and make sure you let him know that you listen to the one one. He'll look after you, hundred percent. So last week's get out stakes, Terry. Mm-hmm. We had a bit of a newcomer, Ben Devlin from the clouds. It's only his second attempt at the get out stakes, and uh, he saluted. Oh, mystical, mystical view. He uh, two time. Lo- he locked two time in. for one time. He, yeah, exactly. So there's been people who have been entering what ninety three times. Yeah, and the rest. Um, haven't been able to get it collect. Ben just lobs and gets the result. Mystical view. He locked in 0.60 lengths, which was nearest the official 0.58 lengths. So congratulations, Ben. Hope you uh, got stuck into those. That's gourmet group one cuts of beef from Market City Meats and um, enjoyed those well and truly. Now, to enter this week's Get Out Stakes, race nine at Belmont this Saturday, let us know who you think will win. This is not associated with the Top Gun tipping tournament either. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit going on. Uh, the, uh, let us know who you think will win the race and a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred, and we cannot ever, never, ever forget the Sam White rule, Guru. The SW, yeah. the, the Shane Warne rule, first in um, – Ball of the century, best dressed. Yeah. I don't know where I was going there. Gatting. Gatting. What a what a pill that was. Did you ever did you ever take up leg spin? Did I take up leg spin? I yeah. took up leg spin because it's shameful. He's my yeah. idol growing up. If you look, read anything I did when I was in like year one, two, what are you gonna do when you grow up? I'm gonna play cricket for Australia. Unfortunately, A, the ball didn't turn. And, um, <laughs> and B, I couldn't land him that often. No, I actually played a little bit of district cricket, but um <laughs> Yeah, you bought, got, were you bowl, did you bowl leg spin? I bowled leggies, yeah. yeah. I played leg. Yeah, yeah, I played, yeah. Oh, very, like, under 13s. And then we just played. Me? Yeah, I was, I was pretty ordinary, um, unfortunately. But Won a few flags, did you? Yeah, won a few flags. Great captain, ordinary cricketer. <laughs> <laughs> what, well, a bit of uh, the team, team, Tim Payne's about you, did you? I hate me too. Yeah, um, yeah did have a bit of the Tim Payne. That's very good. Uh, Dear May, race number nine. Um Ascot Racing Carnival Handicap. How good is it? Mm. How do they spell handicap? That's not right. Yeah, no, it's not. That's not right at all. No. No. <laughs> I thought I, I, was, I already I, noticed I that. I thought my eyes were playing yeah. tricks on me. Like, no, no, no. I've, no, only, no. I've only had four hours sleep, but yeah, no. the no, uh, no. that's wrong. Maybe it's French. This no. is a French race. So <laughs> the handicap. <laughs> the handicap of the 1,000 meters. Um, there should how, be. How good is it that Ascot's just around the corner? Yeah. Can't wait. No, I can't wait. You can't wait. Do like Ascot. It's a it's a good service. Big fan. Yeah, no, big fan. Thousand um, meters. Finish, thousand finish meters. the day strong. Finish the day strong. Um, horses are in this race. Um, yes. <laughs> and who, who we got? Who we got forward leading? All day session is my tip in the get out stakes. All day yeah. session. It's time. Yeah, it all, is time. Yeah. All all day sessions. My tip in the get out stakes. <laughs> too, so. Glasgow girl mood swings. Boom. Fair yep. Joy. I love the fact Fair Joy's in this race because you know it's going to be a pest. Um, Jade just needs to be ride this really aggressive. I think Fair Joy is probably one of the most uh, underrated horses when it comes to markets. Yeah. In WA, it keeps going around at big prices, even though it just goes forward, runs races. I don't. I can't have it here. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm not tipping it, but all I know is that it keeps it wins at big prices, it runs places at big prices, and it's really honest. It's top of what you want to love to back, but I don't want to back it here. Um, all day session was the best run 
of the race in basically an identical field. You're just taking out Spin the Knife and Mystical View. Uh, Mood Swings will go very close yeah. with the map. Sunny Silk will go very close with the map. Strathmore yeah. Rose is six bucks. It is going to find it near impossible from 13. It can't out-sprint. The Boomtastic has been scratched numerous times. At its best, it probably just wins. First start um, for Patrick Keating. First start, Patrick Keating. But yeah. I've got the concerns on the um, A, the map, and B, just where, where the horse is at. So I'm, I'm happy to take it on. And then Solid As is your next in the market. It's a thin old race, um, all day session. Even if it's a rail hottish track, this is later in the day. There's a heap of speed. I think it's the one that can get past them. So all day session for me. All day, all day session could be my best of the day as well. <laughs> what? Just showing BJ my post-it note that says best R9 ADS. <laughs> yeah, this is it. I think Mood Swings is obviously going to get the map, going to be fitter second up, going to give a good kick. Yeah. I think the all day session's flying. He's ready to How win. many lies does Mood Swings tell? Pretty honest. Very honest. Yeah, pretty very honest. honest. Honest George Dupre. Yeah. You, you, what, mean, what we'd love, you, you mean, mean you mean Dupre. That's very good. <laughs> what we'd love is to see a little bit more rain for um for the session as well. That'd okay. be nice. Give me a soft six on the day. Give me a, a track. If I can see the making ground race one, two, three, just all day session will be a bet. Give me, then, listen, listen, give, give me a steer. A give me a steer. I'm four oh five at the moment, mm -hmm. but I'm talking like that's with a thinking maybe bias type track. Give us, give us a nice fear. Um, the thing is, I think I think Brad Rewilla can even be a little bit more aggressive yeah. uh, if he needs to be. Like La, he was ultra defensive last start um, and found a bit of trouble. Like my, I hate in this race. I'm glad Amelia Bedelia is out because it means we come into eight. Yep. But I hate the two Colin Haddon horses, um, uh, Tom Pike horses, drawn directly underneath us because they both look like walkers, um, and they both look like they might just get in your way. No, surely, so, surely they just flop out and go back. Well, we hope so. They both look like so. they want further, oh. um, and they're there. I think with the fact that outside of us we've got Boomtastic, Strathmore Rose, and Fair Joy drawn, there could be a three-wide line. And yeah, look, this oh, this this will go very close. All day session will go very close. Very keen. Very keen as well. All right, we'll take a break and come back with our best Maddies, Lays, and our Top Gun tipping tournament selections as well for week one. Stay tuned. It's time for our Betfair best betting propositions of the day. Terry. Um Oh, dear me. Race nine, uh, all day session. Race nine, all day session. We've agreed a lot later. I don't know how many of them have been winning, so hopefully this one will. This, this gives me the feel of a winner. Um, your Maddie, BJ. My Maddie is in the feature, the Nicopolis. I'm going to go with Multiverse, currently $21. Uh, okay. Uh, I've tipped plenty at value, but nothing was um, above $20. Close Zone's Born to Talk at 18 um, so born to talk, especially if we get a, mm. a rail bice track. I think um, it can run you a little bit of racing. Race number four, uh, lay of the day. None of the none of the fancies for me are complete. None of lays. Yeah, I reckon the last five weeks, my I've had three lays win, and my other two have been scratched. That's how well, good I'm least, going. At least they didn't win. <laughs> at least they didn't win. That's how good my lays are going. So bugger it. I'm gonna be brave. I'm gonna lay camp easy. Okay. Um, 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 um. Oh, look, there's several that are – I'll give you a couple. Yep. Um, I'm not, uh, Strathmore Rose, Strathmore $6. Rose, that yep. can't win the last. Yep. Um, accelerate at 480 off for 31 days. Always happy to take it on. Indigo Blue at 5 bucks. Trials are great from the barrier. Uh, I struggle to have it. So there you go. There was nothing super short. So we'll yeah, you I agree with Strath Rangers. Strathmore Rose. I think it's, uh, yep. it's, it's probably the way to go. Yeah. Um, Okay. If something's going to win from a wide gate coming down the middle like that, it's going to be our bugger. So. Okay. Don't forget our Top Gun tipping yes. tournament. And we're going to give ours now. We are going to give ours now. Okay. We've got $100 to spend. $100 to spend. 
Off you go. My three win bets are as three. follows. Yeah, that's right. Give me a bit more work to do. Thanks, mate. Race two, Cap and Chaos, 25 wins just to get a little little cheeky score on the board. Race six. Where you piss. What's that? Sorry. Race six, Image Keeper, 25 wins. Race nine, all day session, 50 wins. Very good. And that format was tremendous, can I say, VJ? And I'd be very happy if that's how I received your message when I get it later, I'm sure. Um, I am, I'm just going to go bang. Race nine, all day session, 100 wins. Cool. Keep it simple. Yeah. Keep it simple late in the day. One way to think about this comp as well um, is to look at, um, I, I considered having 80 <laughs> wins on it and 20, say, gorgeous gossip. Horses you'd think might also start a nice price because we record on Betfair SP. Mm -hmm. So think about that as well. If you think you found one that the data might not or the other punters like might not. Like Sooty Boy. Like Sooty Boy. If, you've, uh, <laughs> if, you've, yeah, if you get Sooty Boy earlier, we end the combo. I reckon you can just win. So, yeah. Um, should, we, should we get like a bit, like a trophy made up? Yeah, For sure, I'll definitely. Yeah. I'll yeah. speak to Chief at Mech Sports. He'll be able to make the Mecca Sports yeah. in June a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then we can make it an annual comp. Yes. Exactly. All right. Uh, once again, tremendous, uh, tremendous program. Julia next week? Julia, yes. Julia yeah. is next week. So, Julia, look forward Locked to having Sanders Snippers on the show next week. Uh, good luck to the – thanks to Scotty for coming on today and taking on Jay Rooney, uh, who uh, got the job Formidable. done. Again, Formidable. Formidable. Um, good luck to Scotty out at uh, Northern today in the weather and uh, out in Kalgoorlie at Boulder Cup Day on Sunday. Looks a nice card of racing. Um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to Saturday as well. I meant to give that a plug. Saturday, we're, um, yes, yeah, Belmont Sporting Globe. Uh, go to the SEN Track Twitter, SEN Track um, – yeah, Twitter, and you'll see more information there. It's about 100 bucks a head, and it's drinks and food for the day. And Fitzy and I and a bunch of others will be there uh, hosting and giving out some mail and trying to um, find a winner or two and having a beer. So um, anyone interested, you've got a free Saturday. Look it up and, um, and come along. But besides that, BJ, until next time on The 1-1. One -one.